Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Thanks so much for joining us here on another episode of Sharkpreneur. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me today is Kurt Mercadante. Kurt helps businesses and entrepreneurs to become and increase their authority brand exposure to the right clients, something we care a lot about, so that they make more money. He's built three profitable businesses, including a seven-figure PR and ad agency. He is the best-selling author of Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle, um, and he's been doing this for over 25 years, counseling small businesses, entrepreneurs, and some of the largest corporations and associations in the country. Kurt, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, it is great to be here. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started? Yeah, well, actually, you know, today, not going back too far, but today, this morning, as we taped, this is the three-year anniversary of me waking up, uh, the years of anxiety attacks, uh, poor health, me not being an epic dad, epic husband kind of caught up with me. And that seven-figure agency, I woke up and said, I'm done. And I went to my wife, Julie, and I said, I'm done. And I thought I had been hiding it for all these years. We had money. We had a nice house. We had a nice car. And I grew to hate it. And when I told her that, she said, it's about time. And I started my current company, Counseling Small and Medium-Sized Businesses. Um, and, you know, I had had that seven-figure agency for 14 years. I've been in the PR and ad world for 25 years now. And one of the things I learned in building that company is there's a difference between growing a company and scaling a company. And something you talk about in this program a lot, and you mentioned it in the intro, is really focusing, honing in, refining, getting radical, getting aggressive about who your ideal clients are. That's not only important from a sales point of view, from knowing who to speak to, but if you build your clients around your non-ideal clients, around bread and butter clients, it becomes harder to scale. I grew up in the Chicago area and they have a problem right now where these Asian carp, they, they spilled over into the Mississippi River from Mississippi. They come up, they're going up the Illinois River and they're worried they're an invasive species. If they get into the Great Lakes, they're going to take over everything. I tell people those Asian carp, are like your non-ideal clients. Yeah, they'll give you some money, you bring them in, but you know what? They're toxic. They're gonna eat up your other clients. They're gonna make you hate what you're doing. So that ideal client, I know you hit it hard on this program, is so very important for a variety of reasons. Okay, awesome. All right, so that's how you got started um, in terms of the latest iteration of your business. Um, what did you like best about what you were doing? And then yeah. what, other than the panic, obviously, that we've all been through, what inspired you to you know, pull the plug? Yeah, I, I think, you know, um, when I was in high school, I wanted to get into politics and I had a teacher who got me into it, right? And, and in college, I was like, okay, I'm going to do politics. What should I do? 
well, I'll learn PR. I'll get internships in public relations. So I went into that. And I had always, my dad, when he was in his mid fifties, I was about nine. He had been president of these divisions of fortune 500 companies. He worked on the space program, did all these things in his mid fifties in the early eighties. I was about nine, lost his job. No one wanted to hire him. I never once heard him complain about ageism, about anything else. So you know what he did? He got a newspaper route, newspaper route in his mid fifties. He would wake me up. He and my mom would wake me up. I was nine years old at like three or four in the morning. Hated it. I hated it. They would get, you know, my hands were black. We'd put the, the papers in the yep, bags. Hey, yep. I'd sit in the station wagon, right? What I learned from that, I, I learned from that experience more than I learned in college. Any other schooling that I had was to do what you need to do to be successful and not complain about it. But he decided, listen, I'm not going to complain, but I'm not going to settle for this. He reinvented himself as an entrepreneur, went on to have another 25-year company, ha- holds patents for all the switches on the Boeing 777. That happened at a time in my life that was very impressionable. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So when I was in my 20s, my wife and I, we were in DC. I was working at a trade association. I worked on Capitol Hill, worked in corporate jobs. Oh my goodness, you've been all over. Yeah, I'm going to start my own business. And people are, oh, well, you haven't been a president. You haven't owned anything. I'm like, well, that's the rule. I didn't know about it. So I started my business. I got four clients and grew the hell out of it from there. Wow. Okay. Uh, What did you like best about it? You know, I worked in uh, for a lot of causes. Uh, We did a lot of public affairs work that I believed in. Uh, I don't know that I believe in them now. Um, But at the time, I was doing things that I felt were improving the country, improving a lot of the country, you know, worked with trade associations and the like. Um, And it was a great learning experience. People always ask me, what's your biggest regret? I said, I don't have a regret because everything I've done has brought me to now. I don't think there's good decisions or bad decisions. I think there's just decisions. And as long as you keep moving forward, I once took a dead end job. Uh, at a small nonprofit. This was in the 90s. No reason I should have taken. My office was actually in a storage closet. I was only there for like eight or nine months. But while I was there, I met this young speech pathologist. We became friends. Now, almost 20 years later, she's my wife of 20 years. We have four kids. I made what most people, and at the time I thought was a bad decision, met my wife. Actually, no, there, no, no, man. Meeting your uh, wife is the best decision. Let's it's the best decision. She listens to this. Yes, yes. And so, so you you make these decisions. You keep moving forward. But there's some people who are so afraid of making any decision. I call them the thumb suckers, especially in 2020. 2020, there's a pandemic. There's politics, and they go in the corner. They suck their thumb and don't do anything. Instead of people who say, "Listen, I'm going to create. Every decision I make isn't going to be wonderful. It's not going to be a home run, but I'm going to keep moving forward." Okay. Now, what inspired you to write the book, Five Pillars of the, what is the freedom lifestyle? What inspired you to write a book about it? Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 today, as I mentioned, it's the three anniversary. I shut down that seven figure agency because I had always been told success is a number in a bank account. And don't get me wrong. I still love wealth. I think wealth is incredibly important, but it's not a specific number in a bank account. And I made a lot of money. I'm making a lot of money now. And I help people make money. But if you attach your meaning to stuff, well, guess what? A pandemic comes along, the government comes along, whoever it is, they could take away your stuff. And if you've attached meaning to stuff, you're making yourself a victim of people who can take away your meaning. The freedom lifestyle is about defining where you want to go with your life, whether you die in 20 minutes or 20 years, defining it. If you've always wanted to build that business and have a positive impact, but for decades you're stuck in a nine to five that you hate, but you have this sense of security, which a lot of people are learning now in 2020 was a total BS sense of security. Yeah. The five pillars of the freedom lifestyle gives you the roadmap to define where you want to go, reverse engineer it so you can set outcomes to get there. 
Wow. All right. So that sounds fascinating. You also host the Freedom Mindset Radio podcast. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we interview uh, folks, everything from health to mindset to business building. You know, when people talk about work-life balance, they say, take that term, throw it out the window, flush it down the toilet, do whatever you have to do, because there's not work and life. There's just life. And there's three facets. There's career and work, of course. There's relationships and there's self-care. The key is in balancing it. Like a, like a seesaw, it's aligning them so they all move together. And your, defi- your, your definition of alignment is going to be different than mine. And so when you define what you want that to be and you move forward, you have this sense of fulfillment instead of, well, I'm going to make money now and I hate life. But when I'm 65, then I'll enjoy life. Because there's no, this year should be a wake-up call. There's no guarantee right. that we're even going to make it to 65. So we interview people across the spectrum. I have a new podcast called the authority brand podcast. That's specifically about communicating the right message to the right clients to generate more revenue as well, to build your freedom business. Okay. So you're hosting both of those shows. Yes. At the same time. Yes. Awesome. And let's talk about balance. You have your four kids. Yes. Tell us a little bit about how you juggle it all. Well, we don't juggle. Um, We tried to juggle at the beginning. And what we decided was we have a very entrepreneurial view of life. And, you know, it's funny. I mean, I'm on the Sharkpreneur podcast. Our favorite thing to do as a family is watch Shark Tank. And I contend that if someone just watched, let their kids watch Shark Tank and nothing else, didn't send them to school, they would have a better education than people who sit in the four walls of a concrete prison we call school on a regular basis. You learn creativity, you learn how to sell, you learn how to tell a story, you learn math, you learn all these things. And one of the most valuable things my kids learn is when these business owners, and it's not just millennials, they could be 25, they could be 65, when they come in and they expect that they deserve an investment because they work so hard, or they expect and they deserve something because they're fulfilling a cause and they haven't proved it in the market. So that's, that's the way we school our kids. We call it self-directed education. Some people call it unschooling. My 14-year-old daughter, so our daughter's 14. We have sons 12, 9, and 6. They teach each other. We don't have a curriculum. My daughter's taking a, a, an adult-level certification course in exercise and nutrition. Um, we actually decided uh, earlier this year and did it in September, we sold our house and almost all of our possessions consolidated 4,000 square foot house into a minivan and we're traveling around. Right now, our home base is Charleston. We are in the mountains of Georgia. Right now, we're in uh, Southeast Tennessee. We're gonna be at the beach. And I'm showing a lot of people who in 2020, who were used to, I talked to a guy last week as a financial advisor and the way he learned to sell was going door to door, which by the way, I think is awesome. But if you Jones, did, baby. It's unbelievable. And I worked in politics. I, I knocked on thousands of doors. It was a great uh, educational process. But when you become so locked into the in-person meeting and door to door, and then uh, something like 2020 comes along, I want to prove to people that you can sell, you can have a positive impact, you can generate wealth, you can generate the life you want, no matter where you live. Very true. I think if anything, the pandemic has shown us that it's easier to be location independent than we think. When everyone was forced to work at home, work from Zoom, they realized a lot of people said, hey, you know, unless my job is physical, if I'm on a factory line or I'm a surgeon, 
can I keep yeah. staying home? Can I, a lot more people are working from home. My son, my 13 year old asked a great question uh, um, months ago when I was working, when our whole team was working from home. And he said, what's this going to do to the commercial real estate business? And I said, how do you even know what that is? He's like, well, you have an office daddy. Look at all the offices where everybody worked from home. What if they don't go back? What happens to the people who own those buildings? And I said, that is an excellent, excellent question. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it, it, it's teaching me a lot about the wonders of federalism because one someplace locks down, we just go to another place. And, and, and I'm not saying don't be safe, put people in, in jeopardy, but for our family, I'm 20 minutes from going hiking in the mountains right now. Right now I'm doing this podcast. I do a authority brand boot camp. I'm doing it at noon and I'm going to go out with my family and have fun. By the way, I made 25 outreach sales calls dials this morning. Um, so you can build your business. You can have a life that's in alignment communicate positive impact to your potential clients, know who those clients are, build wealth for your family and build that business you've always wanted to build. That is absolutely awesome. You've also been featured on plenty of media outlets, um, including ours and obviously many, many others. How are you using uh, podcasting as a strategy to help grow your business? Well, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in long form content because I think I have a saying that sugar will rot your body but the news will rot your spirit. And there's enough stuff on Facebook. I call it struggle and sadness porn, right? You turn on wow. the news, the politicians, your social media friends. You know, everyone knows that the more they make you angry and fearful, the more that people share their struggle porn, they can feed their dopamine with likes and views and your adrenaline goes up and then you get addicted. It's like, what's Trump saying today? What's Biden saying today? What, what are they saying on 60 Minutes? They keep you coming back. Your mindset gets horrible, right? Long form content doesn't do that. Certainly there's some podcasts you can do, but it gets you thinking. It's something you can listen to when you're out for, I go, I listen to podcasts when I'm out for my walk. You can learn, you can build that learning mindset, that growth mindset. You can forget the $100,000 average for going to college and listen to podcasts for four years, save a ton of money. And I guarantee you will be ahead of the curve and not to have to unlearn everything you've learned over the past four years. So I use podcasts to go out because people who listen to podcasts are in a learning mindset. These are people who are more likely to jump in and say, I wanna invest in myself, my personal and professional growth. Those are the people I wanna reach. That is absolutely fascinating. With all the success that you've achieved, I mean, you did, you took location independence to a whole new level in terms of going, you know, selling everything and driving around. What is your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge is uh, I have a, I, I, my daily challenge. I like to tell people, this is kind of my mini obsession. So Bruce Lee had a quote that said, they asked him about success. And he said, it's not about the daily increase. It's about the daily decrease and hacking away at the unessential. My daily challenge and obsession is getting rid of excess motion. The things that waste my time, the things that we do because it's just like clutter in your house. You know, you can purge and then all of a sudden a month later, you're like, wait, where did I get all this crap in my house? It happens in our life as well. Getting rid of excess motions so I can be fully present as a husband, as a father to my clients, owing it to myself to communicate with my potential clients. That's my daily challenge. And sometimes it becomes an obsession with, all right, we want to go hiking today and I'm going to be on a podcast and I got to make my calls. I have no choice but to make my day completely fat free. That's my daily challenge. That is awesome. I love that that's your challenge. Who is an ideal client for you now? 
Yeah. So, um, you know, one of my client personas are financial executives, especially in 2020 or financial entrepreneurs, I should say. So financial advisors, accountants, bookkeepers, uh, even solopreneur attorneys, not plaintiff's attorneys, but, but solo pr- attorneys. And, and the reason that is, is because 2020 has been a shock to their system because they've been used to the in-person networking event, knocking on doors, doing those types seminars. Of- and so it's helping them communicate and do what we're doing right now, which is speaking via Zoom. By the way, the, the killer app is the phone. I'm showing you the phone on the screen right now, rediscovering the phone, picking it up and actually talking to people because, you know, you know, direct response marketing, obviously infomercials, which your co-host knows something about, right? Those are tools and tactics. The tools and tactics that were true 25 years ago are different now are going to be different in five, 10 years, probably a week. The basic principles though are the same, whether you're using it in an infomercial, direct response, online, offline, it's what's that impact story message? So it's not verbally vomiting on your potential clients. It's what's that positive impact they get from working with you. By the way, who is your ideal client? Not B2B, not B2C, but human to human. What do they look like? What's their stage in life? What are their behaviors? I could line up 10 companies and say, yeah, they're in my, they're in my ideal industry, but who are the ideal people who are going to hire me at each of those companies? Once you build that foundation, then you start layering on the tools and the tactics and the process to tell that story every day. Um, and that is really the fundamentals, the building blocks of building an authority brand. That is beautiful. We'll have to have a separate conversation because uh, a significant majority of our client base, are financial advisors, accountants, and attorneys, those professional practices. Oh. Um, so we've got a whole lot there. We could have a whole separate conversation. I am sure where is the best place for our folks to go learn more about you? And I believe you have a very special offer for them, which is really generous of you. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the reasons I do this offer is because my last name is so hard to spell, right? So it's easy. Take out your smartphone. And if you text the word youthority, Y-O-U-thority to 55678, you are going to get a link in response. Auto link texted you with three free webinars. One is the four pillars of building an authority brand. Another one's about leveling up your LinkedIn. Another one's about something we discussed, using podcasts to build your authority brand. There's a link. If you, if you want to learn more, you can get in touch with me but free goodies for you. All you got to do is text you authority to five, five, six, seven, eight. Awesome. We will put the short code and the keyword in the show notes. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Yeah, I, I, I really think I, I mentioned positive impact. That word impact and influence in our day and age, a lot of people wake up in the morning and they think sales and branding and have a positive impact is about coercing potential clients to reach unwillingly into their pocket to give them money for something they don't even want. If you wake up with more of a cooperative mindset, how can I work with people? How can I help people? Because your business should be about having a positive impact on other people, whether you sell golf balls or high-end consulting. That will change your mindset. It will also change the way you sell. That is very, very true. I love it. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Kurt Mercadante. Text authority to 55678. Go get a copy of the book, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. Kurt, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH 
to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.